but it's really funny because I had tweeted their management before and I got like shut down so many times and then I tweeted her and she goes okay you can do it and immediately their management was like oh yeah I literally graduated college and two weeks later I was on a plane on my wow. way to Atlanta yep. I am emo I'm an emo kid at heart so I'm great yeah yeah so failure sucks but I feel like it propels us to our purpose a little bit totally What's up, friends? Welcome back to Burn the Ships, the podcast for dreamers who want to live more courageously. My name is Jordan Nations, and today on the show, I'm stoked to have my new friend, Roxy Moore. In this one, Roxy shares her story of being born in Cuba, growing up in Miami, and then while in college in Miami, realizing that she wanted to do photography with her life. After college, she moves to Atlanta, makes this big move to pursue the dream, and honestly, it worked out in some huge ways. In this one, we talk about staying creative, even in this quarantine, moving cities, realizing that she was a photographer, failure, and how supporting other people's endeavors can be just as fun and meaningful as your own. It is wide ranging, it is fun, and it is worth your time. So take some notes, listen close, and if you're enjoying Burn the Ships, make sure to subscribe on your podcast platform so that we can keep bringing you great conversations just like this one. All right, here's Roxy Moore. What's up? Welcome back to Burn the Ships. I am so excited to have my friend today, Roxy Moore in the house. Roxy, how are you hey, doing? Hey, I'm doing so good. How are you? I am doing great. Um, I, I didn't tell you actually here just a second ago. Uh, I had to delay our podcast start by 15 minutes mm. uh, because yes. the, <laughs> gross. <laughs> oh, no. The past two days, we've caught three mice in our house. No. I'm not kidding. No. We caught two or three before that. And the the pest guy got here right at three when we mm. were supposed to start this. Of course. Of, you know, naturally. You're right. And uh, I literally think he's in the crawl space underneath me right now. So I'm terrified that he's going to like force <laughs> no. a rat out. It's just like all of a sudden he comes <laughs> out. Oh, no. So if I, I go running in, in the middle of this. There's a rat. Yeah. I just think that it's time you move out of your house and let the rats live there. <laughs> it's I'm their mostly, home now. I'm mostly mad they're not paying rent. That's the thing. Right. You can it's stay. Like, the audacity of these rats. Honestly. I mean, I live in the freaking animal kingdom and they don't <laughs> contribute anything. Mm-mm, and uh, <laughs> so that can't happen. If you uh, if yeah, if you hear any squeaking, then oh, that's just no. me getting I would I would have moved out by now. I'm not even kidding. I hate rats. I'm not kidding when I say this because this is the grossest thing ever. It won a rat in this room that I'm in right now. I just moved into this room. My old roommate, um okay. Preston was in this room. Uh-huh. And a rat crawled into Preston's bed. No, no, no. At two in the morning <laughs> no. one time. And he freaked out and it bit his ear. No. <laughs> what, did he have to get like a shot for that? I like, think I he should have, like... but he didn't. He went, um, this is the, this is the, if you know Preston, this is just so him. He got up, looked at the mirror. His ear is bleeding, gushing blood. No. And in his like sleep stupor, he just puts a beanie over his head and goes back to sleep. He's like, this will fix it. It's like a yeah, band-aid. It's is, great. I never, I never thought that he might have rabies. Preston, we are praying for you Yeah. after this podcast. He got a little weird after that. So. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, let's talk about you because that's why more fun. Just... Yes, I love talking about myself. Just yeah, kidding. everyone. Come on. We all do a little bit. No. Um, Roxy, you are uh, a bunch of things. You are a photographer. I yes. swear that every like third good picture on my Instagram story is tagged. Someone has tagged you that you took the picture. Um, oh man. Yeah, it's That's everywhere. Awesome. And I've heard a ton about you. We have not spent time together, but I've heard a ton Mm-mm. about you. And I was like, man, she needs to get on to the podcast. And I really, what really sealed the deal was I went onto your Instagram 
and your bio said emo to the extremo. <laughs> yes. Most people don't read my bio. So I just, that's been there for forever. And oh, I think I you're the first it. person to reference that. That was the moment where I thought <laughs> we'll get along. Let's yes. get Roxy on the podcast. <laughs> I'm glad that that is what uh, made it for you. Get- I am emo. It's, I'm an emo kid at heart. So that's I great. mean, yeah, that's great. It's the best. Did you, to, um, <laughs> a little band called Paramore. So did Paramore, what's, uh, what's the best Paramore album? Okay, this is really hard because in my mind, the first three are grouped together and then the last two are grouped together. Because then they like break up and then got back together. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where I kind of like break them apart. So if you're counting the first three, I think Brand New Eyes is the best album. Okay. Okay. And then the other, the second half of their career, I think After Laughter is their best album. I think After Laughter for me is one of the top like 15 albums that i've ever listened it's, to they got robbed not getting nominated for a grammy yeah, like i'm very upset it's, it's like so good excellent oh and live is just like the best experience ever really? it's it's so fun how many times have you seen them um okay i used to know this number but i think it's like 27 no way <laughs> yeah at least <laughs> it's i haven't hit 30 yet but i know it's past 25 so i think it's 27 it's i've seen them a lot I mean, I grew up on their music, so. Oh, my God. I have yeah. friends who I count as friends who I've not seen 27 times. <laughs> 27 times. times. <laughs> I, honestly, same. I think I joke around that Paramore has been my longest relationship ever. Oh, wow. That's but, great. You know, it's, it's a long time. It's like Let's 13 years. That's <laughs> 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 <But> not, actually. <laughs> Let's not say we did. Okay, cool. All right, next. Um, <laughs> no, okay. I really do. I think After Life is incredible. I think it's so good. It's uh, so that's, good. that's my favorite. Tell for people that don't know you, like what's a little mm-hmm. bit about you that we need to know? Uh, what are you doing? You're a photographer, but tell us way more about that. So if we're going to start at the very beginning, I'm actually Cuban and I was born there, okay. which a lot of people don't know. Um, I moved to Miami when I was four years old with my parents and I grew up in Miami. And then I went to college and did all that stuff. And I found photography like halfway through college because someone needed a photo booth person. And I was like, I'll do it because it pays really well. So I um, started running someone's photo booth and eventually started second shooting weddings with them. They gave me like a really nice Nikon camera. So I just like went with it and started to shoot weddings and edit for them. And I, I learned so much from that whole experience. And then I, after college, I applied for an internship in Atlanta. And I moved here right after college and did the internship and then just kind of kept pursuing freelance photography after that. I didn't shoot for the entire year of the internship. I kind of did a few one-offs here and there, but kind of put it down for a year and then picked it back up when the year was over. Okay. And now, I mean, you're doing, I guess, pre-COVID, you're doing a lot of live concerts, (laughs) events, stuff like that, right? Yeah. I love shooting that stuff. I like weddings, but it's not like what I love. And I'd, if someone's going to shoot my wedding, I want them to love it. So I don't want to shoot someone's wedding and not love it. So I just like love shooting events. It's just like, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like the rush of a, like a live event and just, you're kind of a little delirious from no sleep and you're just kind of running around and taking photos. And it's so fun, especially when you're shooting with like all your friends. So it becomes really, really fun. Totally. I didn't know you're a Floridian. I also grew up. I am. That's my, Oh, you did. Oh yeah. Other Sarasota. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, I've also been to Cuba. It's a beautiful country. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I need to go back. Yeah, I just went in December just for fun. Uh, Oh, my gosh. A buddy. Did you go to Havana? Yep, I went to Havana. Uh, Uh I spent time in Havana. I spent time Uh in Trinidad and spent time in Santa Clara. 
Uh, yep. And all three were awesome. I mean, the, and the awesome. oh my gosh, the people were so fun. And they, yeah, my people. <laughs> yeah. They just, I mean, they would just, we stay in their homes in all the yeah. uh, Casa Particulares and yeah. we would stay and they would cook for us. And then we would, we'd tell them the gosh. next place we want to go. And they would just call someone in that town and oh say, all right, these two gringos are coming and <laughs> yes, <laughs> they need a place to stay. And it was awesome. I mean, I loved it. That's crazy. I think we're going back next year because I still have like my grandparents are there. So I still have like family there. So we try to get back every couple of years. It just depends. But I love being there. It's so bizarre that I could have grown up there but didn't. So it's like a weird kind of culture thing for me. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, Atlanta is a little, um, a little different. Yeah, just, just a little bit, not, <laughs> not too far off. Miami's about the same, but Atlanta's a little right. different. Yeah, I moved here, and I was like, "Where are all the Cubans?" Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was like, "No one's speaking Spanish." Yeah, what is happening? That's so yeah. funny. What is? Is there a moment? Okay, you're in college, and you are you start doing this photo thing. I'm mm-hmm. honestly shocked that you started in college. That's pretty nuts to me. First off, yeah. Um, is there like a moment? Where you said, okay, I am a photographer now. Like where you took on that identity. You know, are you still I, not there? What is, where are we at? I think I started calling myself a photographer like two years ago, if I'm being honest. Really? Even though I've been shooting since like 2013. It's just, I don't know. I think it's just, I feel like an imposter because I'm like, someone's going to figure out I'm not good. Someone's going to be like, this is, Roxy, you suck. And I'm like, okay. And then I'll like quit. But no, I've had, I've, I guess I've fooled everybody. So no one's figured <laughs> it out that I don't know what I'm doing. Oh my just gosh. fake it till you make it is what I've been doing. But I, I am a photographer and I like two years ago, I was like, okay, you're, you're doing this. You're paying your bills by doing photography. So you are therefore a photographer. So how many so, years from when you start doing photos mm-hmm. in college to that moment? What is that? Um, so that was like two years ago. I've been shooting since, tw- I'm really bad at math, since 2013. Okay. So two years ago is 2017, 18. So five years into my five years. photography career. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a great, that's a great takeaway for anyone listening that. Yeah. It, it, it You start slow. Right. <laughs> Just, it, right. You, things snowball. You don't. You totally. didn't start where you're at. Mm-mm. And so and many I, people I, want to jump. They want to jump to the end. Especially like right now, I just feel like everything's so like instant and fast. And it's like, I want to be that person. But you don't see that that person started like at zero. You know, right. it's just like I had no idea what I was doing when I first started like at all. And I look at my old photos and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what like what was I thinking? And then it's just honestly really encouraging to see the progression of like my work and stuff. It's been really cool because during COVID, I kind of looked at all my old hard drives and stuff, just reminiscing at the time, the, the, at the time, yeah. <laughs> at the good old good old days. Um, so it was really cool to see like how much I've even grown in the past year. So I, I love doing that. It was awesome. That's really cool. Um, yeah, they, I I, I want to jump to the end. I, I said to other okay. people, I want to jump to the end. like you know, I yeah. always just want to yeah, yeah. be there. Yeah, yeah. The thought that it takes years. Same. Yeah to get it's, there yeah it's just like because we see like someone's success and we're like well i want to get there how did they do it how can i hack this in a way that i can skip all these steps and sometimes there's like no hack you just got to put in the time mm-hmm. and the work and the effort and just learn and keep keep trying to learn because even now i'm just like how can i make this better because i never want to get to a point where i'm like okay i'm, I'm like good where i'm at because there's a lot of people coming behind me that can take, take the jobs, you know? So it's just like, totally. that's an encouragement to me to like, keep getting better. 
because you don't want to like stay behind. So, yeah. Yeah. What is it? I mean, you're at a live show and mm -hmm. you're shooting. What about it? What about it? At what point are you like, oh, I want to do this for the rest of my life? Like, why? Yeah. Why commit to that thing of all the things that you could have done with your life? Gosh. Um, so I studied communications in college, but I was like, I don't want to sit like at an office or be behind a desk. So when photography kind of started picking, I'm like, OK, this is good. The live show aspect of it is that you are never going to get the same photo twice. Hmm. You don't know what like the artist is going to do. It, it, you could learn their set a little bit, but it's always going to be different. And you're, you're just kind of waiting to get like that magic moment. It's like capturing lightning in a bottle a little bit. So you kind of like I kind of chase that rush like every time I'm shooting is like, how can I make magic again? And even if it's like one photo, I'm like, OK, that was worth it. And that's what made me want to continue doing it. It's just like just trying to chase that kind of feeling is like, oh, I nailed this. Like I captured the emotion. Great. And even if like I shoot a lot of worship, so just kind of like it's really cool to shoot and then just like look back at the photo and just see like the emotion behind it. Yeah. If that makes sense. I love capturing emotion and just like a moment that I'm never going to take back, but like there's a photo of it and like I, I somehow I captured it, you know, by cool. a miracle. So yeah, cool. just, yeah, it just feels like you're, you're capturing a moment that's never going to happen again, which is run, kind of run exciting. me down. Some of your favorite gigs. What, a, what, a, what oh, are, man. Well, I got to shoot Paramore a couple times. Oh okay. One of the 2,700 <laughs> yeah. times that you saw yeah. that. <laughs> that. I tweeted do they, Haley. Do they know you? Do they recognize you at this point? Yeah. So I tweeted Haley. I'm like, please just let me photograph your show. Like I was like yeah. tweeting her incessantly. And at one point she goes, okay, fine. So I got into contact with their manager, but it's really funny because I had tweeted their management before and I got like shut down so many times. And then I tweeted her and she goes, okay, you can do it. And immediately their management was like, oh yeah, like you're down for the photo pass. I'm like, yep. great. So um, that was like, I got to shoot them twice, I think. And it was just like, I was so nervous. I was like, I felt like a newbie. I'm like, I don't know how to use my camera. And that was like three years ago. It's just, it was so fun. But um, that's honestly top gig ever. I would love to shoot Taylor cool. Swift if she's listening okay. to this. Okay. What do we, what do we think of um, the new album? I think it's her best ever. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a fun take. Okay. Do you not, do you, what do you think? No, of I love it. Album? I love it. I think okay. it's great. I think, um, I think her past two. Mm -hmm. have been her best since speak now wow okay her so reputation lover and reputation uh no sorry this one what is it called I, I folklore. folklore folklore i don't know why i always want to call it into the woods <laughs> like the like the show it's kind of like out of the woods it, yeah, like exactly. the, the whole cover yeah so now we're going into the woods um yeah yeah it's lover and folklore i think okay. are incredible i love speak now and then the, in between there's a few hits but like as yeah. an album that's that's true i do love red but it's very really good at the beginning like the first five tracks and then it kind of like dies down yeah. and 1989 i feel like is great but this should have been the follow-up too that's true i thought to i could have done with that reputation same you know she was just going through her emo phase we all have it did you watch so. your documentary i did oh my I liked god it, it was excellent i love i it. liked it a lot yeah i want more of her content but it's just like she kind of decides when she Takes Very that mysterious. Out, you know? Yes, yes. And she like released this record and just like disappeared. Like, I don't know what she's doing right really? now. Yeah. I'm like, can you like give us more videos or something? Yeah, anything know. at all. Yeah, uh, she is. I, I guess uh, I, the craziest part to me in her documentary, and this is not a podcast about Taylor Swift, but maybe it will <laughs> become one now. Maybe. <laughs> uh, is in her documentary, she talks about 
how she really probably only has an album or two left. Oh, yes. You're, and, I, I forgot about that. And she's like, she's like, I, she, she was talking about being a female. She's like, as a female, you have to reinvent yourself way more. Yeah. You have to have a new style every time. You have to be a new person every time. And she's like, and I'm getting to the age where females mm. age out of the entertainment industry while men just like season. That's fascinating. Yeah. And I, I mean, I guess as a man, especially, I just had never even thought of that. Yeah. So the thought that like we could be getting to the end. No. It's no. so weird, right? <laughs> I, I mean, my one of my friends is going to be devastated. You know, Lauren Bennett. Oh, yeah. So she's going to she'll be devastated. We won't hear from her for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to check in on her. I'll be but, if you're listening. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Please don't, please don't disappear. Please don't. You can reach out to us. We are yes, here for you. We are here for you. Support group. Oh, my gosh. Tell me about the move. Uh, you moved to Atlanta for an internship. Yeah, um, I did. That's a bit. I also I did the same thing, actually. It's so oh. funny. From, I moved from, to Atlanta uh, for an internship. We're like living the same life. Yeah, kind of parallel. Like, yeah. Except you're way more talented than I am. Um, <laughs> I moved here for an unpaid internship. I don't know about yours. <laughs> and oh, man. A while ago, oh, man. <laughs> it was really special. We made it. Um, yeah, we did. But tell me, tell me the move. Or, or is that mm-hmm. like, was it natural? Hey, we're doing this. Or was it like, hey, everyone thinks I'm crazy and I'm going. So, okay. So a little bit about Hispanic culture and the culture I grew up in. You don't leave your house until you're married. Mm. So I'm, a, I guess I was a first generation college student because my parents didn't go to college. So after college, I'm like, I don't want to live at home because I kind of grew up in this American kind of type culture. So I was like, what do I do? And I was getting involved with passion because they were doing some events in Miami at the time. So uh, I like looked up and I'm like, they have an internship in Atlanta. I'm like, this would be a really cool way to like leave home and get plugged into like this awesome church that I want to be a part of. So I applied and it was honestly like the longest application process and like a billion interviews, a billion different things. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to get this. Like if I get it, then it's for sure like I'm going to go. And if I don't get it, then it's a closed door and I'll stay here doing photography. Um, And I got it. So once that happened, I like my parents knew throughout the whole process that I was kind of praying toward that. And they were very encouraging, but it was kind of still a little weird. Like They're like, well, you're not like married or anything. So it was like, yeah. it's a weird thing. Um, but um, yeah, so when I got it, they were like, they're like, okay, you can like go do this, go do what you're feel called to do. So they're super encouraging and literally graduated college. And two weeks later, I was on a plane on my way to Atlanta. And it was, I mean, I had never lived with roommates before. I just like, I really got thrown into the wolves and it was awesome. It was one of the hardest years ever, but I feel like I grew up so much because of it. So I'll never take it. Like I'll never take that for granted. It just really taught me a lot about living on my own and just like not really depending financially, even on my parents. So it was just really, really growing experience for me, but also kind of scary. And I was like, what am I doing? Why am I not doing photography? Like, this is like, God, like, what are you doing? Right. Kind of thing. Cause I'm like, I really wanted to do photography, but I knew that year I was not going to pretty much touch a camera at all. So oh, wow. Okay. it was very there. I had a lot of questions, but now I look back at it and I'm like, okay, I know why there was like a purpose to all of that. So it was really cool to see. Did you know anyone in Atlanta? Yeah, I had met a couple people that worked at Passion through the Miami night. So okay. I knew like a handful of people. So that I don't think I would have been able to do it had I not known anybody. I feel like that would have been too scary even. So that's just knowing a few people helped me, like okay. help ease me into the move a little more. 
I think we probably, I was thinking about this. I think we probably have the most number of mutual friends of anyone I know that I don't actually know, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I I so. You're talking about Lauren. I was thinking about, I could think, I could probably name 20 other people that I think we both know. For sure. Um, in this, in this kind of space that, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, maybe if you had a Venn diagram, we have a large inter- intersection. Yeah, I think um, so. And you said you're working with our, you told me the other day, you're working with our mutual friend, Mary Michael, on the creative yes. side of her EP. Yes. Uh, again, I've seen you do stuff with other people. Tell me about mm-hmm. working with other creatives. Like, Gosh, yeah. What is that like? How does that do you, why? Why is that something that you're doing so much of? Especially with Mary Michael, I feel like we drive so well together creatively that we like we'll bounce ideas off each other and it just like only gets better. So it's like, what if we tried this? What if we shot your whole album EP artwork on film? And she she'll, she trusts me. So like that really gives me a lot of freedom to like m- mess up or, you know, mess up creatively. It's just kind of like I don't feel the pressure to like really perform I'm like if it turns out then okay but if it doesn't then that's fine too so I love working with my friends because it just feels like you're hanging out with them but also you're getting to create like really cool stuff for them and just like have like representing them in a really cool visual way is really fun just because like they're my friends and I love them so much so I want them to like put the best versions of themselves out there like visually so whatever I can do to help them do that is like super gratifying to me. Like it doesn't matter if they, I get paid like $2 for it, you know? Yeah. Cool. So it's just like getting to create for my friends is like one of my favorite things ever. Do you, um, would you rather is, uh, sorry, let me reframe this question. Um, you are behind a lot of big names that makes sense like you are you're supporting a lot of these people who either are up there or will get somewhere wherever Mm -hmm. there is i don't know if that's a good measure but would you prefer that do you prefer being the the number one number two or are you shooting and trying to get to a certain level where like the name that people know is roxy or what what is that i that makes sense yeah, I'm totally fine with my name not being out there. Like, if people know who I am, then that's cool. But if they don't, then that's also, like, fine with me. I don't need, like, the photo cred, you know? Like, that helps yeah. me get jobs. But I'm totally fine with people, like, not knowing who I am, but being like, oh, this this artist has really cool photos. Like, And if you're creative, like, you're going to do the, the investigation to find out who took that photo because I do the same thing. I'm like, I like Lainey's new album art. Like, I wonder who shot it. So I'll go and look up cool. all that stuff. So I'm totally fine with not, not it being like a Roxy brand, you know, kind of thing. Like, that'd be cool. But also, like, I don't feel like I need that okay. in order to feel like my career is, like, good. I don't know if that made sense. But, yeah, totally it yeah. does. I think the the thing I'm thinking is that this podcast is a conversation about courage, right? And it's a conversation. Yeah. The tag is it's a podcast for dreamers who want to live more courageously. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the hardest things for a lot of dreamers that I talk to and creatives that I talk to uh-huh. is the thought that maybe not everything's about them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or that maybe there's a, I, there's a lot of people I know that are like that. And I'm yeah, like, oh. totally. And it's it's really encouraging to me and even seems courageous of you to be that way and not be like um, super into pushing your own thing. Right. A lot of even the stuff you're posting is other people. Yeah. The, thing, the people you're supporting are other people. 
And um, it just seems way more life-giving the way you're talking about it. It is. I don't, I just hate pushing, like I hate marketing myself and like, I, I know I can, like, I know I'm good. So I don't need like people to like, uh, how do I say this? I don't need people to like kind of confirm that. I'm like, I don't really need that gratification from anybody. Like I know who I am and I know like, like I feel like very rooted in, in my identity and like what I do and who I am that I don't need someone to be like, Roxy Moore is the best photographer ever. Just cause I don't know. It's, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like fun to me. Yeah. Oh, that's know. so good. I don't know if that makes sense. It's that just was it. Like, that was good. No, yeah. that was so good. Okay. That was so good. Uh, yeah. The fact that you are rooted in something and that you yeah. are grounded and, and know that you're good and you can yeah. own that. A lot of people totally. can't say that either. On the flip side, they're right. really underconfident people that are so terrified to say, I'm good at what I do. Totally. But the fact that you can say, I'm good and I'm good enough that I don't have to be the top. Yeah, name. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that I'd is rather like, I'd rather push my friend's name than my own any day, any day of the week. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I think yeah. there's so many people that can learn from that who are listening. <laughs> I really do. I think. Yeah, that's awesome. If we could all get to that point, uh, not only I think would that be the best creatively, but also right. I think it's like the most Christ-like thing. Totally. <laughs> if you yeah. are a believer, uh, yeah. listening is to look not to your own interest but to the interest right. of others right and yeah like, and it's like i know it's not all about me and it never will be so i'm like why try to push it push it you know yeah so what's the yeah. um tell me about your creative capacity has gone up or down in COVID? oh honest. man uh so i mean there's been weeks that i have no motivation at all to do okay. anything and it's just like i wake up monday tuesday and i'm like i don't want to do anything i don't want to create anything and i mean there's been times like this week I had just gotten back from vacation. So Monday, Tuesday were just like a drag for me. Cause I'm like, how do I get back into this rhythm of working? Um, and working looks a little different cause I'm doing a lot of like video editing and stuff on, on my computer and just kind of creating content for like social media for like different um, people that I work for. So that's been just like, sometimes I have no motivation, but then I got up Wednesday and I like knocked a ton of stuff down. So it's just kind of like, it really just depends on the day um, of the week and just, I just kind of have grace with myself because it's a weird time. Yeah. And I'm like, you're, you're allowed to not want to do something right now because you're like, the world is pretty much burning. So like, you're allowed to like not be good today and tomorrow we can, we can reevaluate. So it's just, I take it day by day. Um, I've taught myself how to develop film at home, which has been fun. Cool. That's been like, that's new in quarantine. You, you, yeah. Oh, cool. I like, I like looked it up. So, um, I don't want to super talk about the Enneagram, but I'm a four wing five. Okay. And the five as the investigator. So I really just looked at a million YouTube videos on how to do this before I did it. And I bought all the things. And then literally I drove to South Carolina to pick up a scanner because it was the only one available until like November. So I'm like, I'm going to buy the scanner from this person. So I drove four hours each way and picked up a scanner. And then I like developed my own film in like my bathroom. And it was, cool. I mean, it's so fun. It kind of feels like you're a part of the whole process. Like, from start to finish instead of just like dropping it off at a lab and I get to like edit it and manipulate all the colors the way I want it to look. So it's just been really fun to cool. do. And yeah. So when I get a little like, like creatively down, I will develop a roll of film and it just kind of helps a lot. Cool. So to, yeah. so to improve as a creator and to have mm -hmm. another project of some sort, yeah. help you, you just took on another thing um, that yeah. was in line, but it was like maybe, Right. Bob Goff caught a quarter twist. 
um, a quarter twist off of Mm -hmm. like what you are already doing, which is really cool. And I'm not paying these labs. Like I, I did the math and I was like, Oh, I'm, I paid a thousand dollars to get film developed last year. Okay. Not going to do that anymore. So like I cut that cost from, um, my budget. So now I don't have to spend a thousand dollars at a film lab. Right. That's great. Yeah. I, uh, I picked up a disposable camera at CVS the other day and tried to use it. And I think it's Uh pretty similar, right? (laughs) Kind of. Well, I've honestly shot on disposable cameras and you, I I can develop that film for you if you want to. Really? Okay. Next time. Okay. All of them came, literally all of them came back overexposed and I don't know what I did wrong. Did you, did you use the flash? No, I, I don't. You know, Roxy, I don't know. Well, I don't know I'll, at this point. I'll, I'll, I'll um, um, criticize your photos later. Critique. Not criticize. Yeah. I'll critique your photos yeah. later. Yeah. Some of them came out really cool, and then three quarters of them were just trash. And <laughs> I don't give But what I you did. know, that, that's the beauty of film. I've okay. loaded so, I, I got a new film camera, and I loaded it wrong at least five times. When I went to go develop it, it was blank. And. Oh. It was really sad. So you just lost really, all that work. I lost all that work. And even like the chemicals, I'm like, oh, well, cool. This didn't turn out. But I'm like, that's just the beauty of it. You're, I failed a lot learning how to do it. So now I make sure I'm like, okay, it's loaded, right? And I close it. I'm like, okay, I hear it winding. So it's yeah. just part of it. Just learning and failing is all part of the film world. What's the, what's the internal dialogue when you post something online? <laughs> like you're posting <laughs> oh, your work. That's yeah. it's more than like, oh, here's a picture of me and the gals that I right, took on my right. iPhone 4 at the beach. Uh-huh. You're posting these film rolls or you're posting a concert yeah. photo or whatever. What's going on in your head when you're posting something? So I always post and then I leave the app for hours. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I don't want to see like anyone's reaction. So yeah. I'll like, I'll post it on immediately. Like I want to throw my phone out the window because I'm, it's just, I'm, I'm like, I hope people like this because like I like it. So I hope people like and connect with it. I think I think my main goal is for people to connect with my work. So that's what I want. And I'm like, sometimes a photo will fail and not get as many likes. And I'm like, oh, I, like it kind of is a little, I'm a little down on myself because I'm like, I guess people didn't really connect with this as much as I thought that I like as much as I did. So it's just kind of, um, yeah, that's my internal dialogue. It's like, I hope people can connect with this. Um, and if they do, that's great. I just posted some medium format film stuff I did of a friend, like literally in my room. And I really loved all the photos. And I was like, I really hope that like people like this. And it honestly became my most like post on Instagram in, like the past two years. Because cool. I looked like all the insights. I'm like, this is I like it felt really awesome that people connected w- with it in that way. And I was like really proud of that like body of work. So I was just like really happy to like it kind of like aligned my feelings with people's like reaction so that was fun but i just like always want someone to connect with my work so yeah when that doesn't happen okay i the the magic is when it happens for sure i feel the same way when i've like yeah i'm like yeah sometimes like i say i write and sometimes Mm -hmm. i'll write like a blog post and i'm super passionate about it and people pick it up share it whatever and then other times i'm like oh this is literally what i think is one of the best things i've ever written is my least viewed (sighs) thing on my page yeah and it's so, it was such, it was such a humbling thing for me. Um, but what do you do when those two don't match up when you're excited about something and people just don't latch onto it. They don't see what you see. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think back. I, I feel like I get down on myself, but I, but I still, I'm like, I'm so proud of it. So yeah. like, great. If I like it, even though I really want people to connect with it, if I like it and I think it's awesome, then great. And I will put that on my portfolio cause I'm proud of it. And but I do, I mean, I do get down on myself 
And yeah. I'm like, well, I guess it didn't hit as I, I thought it was going to, you know? So yeah. I do like, I feel like the human part of me is like, well, that kind of sucks. But I'm also like, I love it and I connected with it. So it's going to stay here and then I'm not going to like archive it. Oh no, it didn't perform well, you know? Yeah. Cause I, I know some people that will archive things. I'm like, well, if you liked it, then it's fine. Oh yeah. Cool. Those things disappear quick. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm like, what happened to your picture? I thought uh, it was great. It's like, oh, I archived it. I'm like, oh, cool. I just learned you can do that. I had no idea. Oh man. I, I archived- do this for a long time. I archived a lot of like, per- not personal things, but like high school photos. That Cause I've been on Instagram for a while. I'm like, people don't need to see my Sour Patch Kids like on my desk. So I'm like, archive. <laughs> But maybe I want to go back to it at some point and look at it. Yeah. That's why I don't accept Facebook friends that I don't know. No. Same. For the same, same reason. Because you can't. It's so hard. There should be like a block everything before 2015 or something on yes. Facebook. Why is oh, that not I, a thing? On time hop, sometimes like my old statuses will come up and I'm like, what, who let me do that? Yeah, <laughs> who let me why? post that? Why did I it's, post? It's cringy, but you know, we're, we're grown now. We're better. Speak for, for yourself. It. Oh uh, gosh. <laughs> no, but I think back to it. I think there again, just for people listening, there's a lot of times that, and a lot of times that things just don't match up. Or that I mean, if you're naturally excited about your work, it, you, it's so hard sometimes for me to realize that I'm thinking 100 percent of the time about what I'm making, mm-hmm. and yes. other people, yes. I get about two seconds of their time on Instagram, yes. maybe. Yes. And if they click something, they'll probably read mm, half of it. Right. Totally. Yeah, for sure. And and moving from one to the other to be like, okay, it doesn't matter. Like you were saying, right. I'm proud of this. Right. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it kind of like helps me, like helps me things like, okay, so who am I doing this for? Is it for me or is it for the likes? You know, it kind of puts yeah. that into perspective. I'm like, well, who am I? Who am I really doing this for? Right. And oh, why good. did I post this? Did I post this for the likes or did I post this? Because I think it's great. So that, yeah. Two but totally also, different things. Yes. Hundred percent. How would you, um, like I said earlier, this podcast about courage and and for dreamers and creatives and people that just want to be more courageous, that have something in them that they're trying to get out of them. Mm-hmm. How would you define courage for someone in that kind of spot? Like, think of think of yourself, yeah, in early college or something. How would you define courage? What is the step? Yeah, for somebody I mean, in I, that spot. I think that. If college me saw 26-year-old me right now, she would be like, she's courageous. Because I would have never, like, at 18, you would have told me, hey, when you're 22, you're going to move to Atlanta and you're going to do this internship and pursue photography and that's what you'll be doing full-time. I would have been like, that's, that doesn't seem safe. So, like, honestly, living courageously is, like, kind of a little bit li- living, not unsafe, but kind of your I kind of feel like I'm living out in faith every day because I'm like, I don't know where even like now I'm like, I don't know where my next job's going to come from, mm. but it always, it always comes. So I'm like, why worry? So I like, cause I'm like, I know it's going to come. So why? Like, there's no point in worrying. So yeah, living courageous to me is like living out in faith and kind of just kind of practicing what I kind of believe a little bit and putting that into practice. Okay. Um, yeah. Give me the flesh that out a little bit more for me. Like mm-hmm. what, um, what specific thing do you believe? Is this like, are we talking like your Christian faith? Are we talking about yeah. just like internal beliefs that you hold that are sustaining you enough to be confident to say, Hey, the next thing is right. going to come. 
Totally. I mean, I think a little bit of both. Um, obviously, I'm very rooted in like my faith and believing in Jesus and knowing that he's going to provide because even in COVID, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it till September. And here we are. And I'm, I've paid my bills on time every month, you know, kind of thing. And um, it also is like I had a lot of dreams um, for the year and a lot of dreams that died because of the pandemic, but also like a lot of new dreams that have sprung up. And that it's kind of that's been really cool to see. Um, so I think like living courageously is kind of like also being like, hey, I have these dreams and I believe in Jesus, but also being open handed about it, you know, because um, it's like I can't control what's going to happen in the world. But I this is what I have hopes and dreams for. And this is what I'm praying for. So it's just kind of like just kind of like a marriage of like, l- yeah, just living my faith and kind of like knowing that Jesus is going to come through, even if maybe the dream looks a little different, but then if it does, and my heart will be in a position where I can like, it'll shift to what God wants instead of like what I want, if that makes sense. Yeah. So now, and then even if, even if things didn't work out, like you thought they were going to. Yeah. Even right. if you didn't it's like, pay your bills for a month. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's like not like this whole thing is not a surprise to God. So I'm like, it might be a surprise to me, but he knew from the beginning that this was what's going to happen. So I'm like, I'm going to live out in faith that he's going to continue to provide for me throughout. And he has, and it's been really, really, really cool to see. Yeah. So, yeah. I think there's so many people scared of failure. <sighs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I am too. But yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yes, you that's know, good. that's good. Yeah. Good I'm very, We're not above that. Yeah. No, no, not at all. But I'm like, okay, what can I learn from this failure and how? Like how, how did, so I like failure, I see it like, like as a, like a closed door kind of thing. So I'm like, okay, so there's, there's an open door somewhere else. Like what, how do I realign myself hmm. and try to like learn from this, but also how can I grow and be better? Um, yeah. So failure sucks, but I feel like it propels us to our purpose a little bit. Totally. And a lot of times, uh, the failure is not as bad as we think it is. The things right. that we're thinking, hey, what if this doesn't work out? Well, if it doesn't work yes. out unless it's we're talking like a moral failure right. or something. <laughs> yes. If we're just talking your dreams, your career, if it doesn't yeah. work out and you lose every penny that you have, it mm-hmm. you're going to be okay. Or if you fine. lose your following or if you lose whatever, mm-hmm. it's like usually it's not as bad as it is in our head. If it was to actually happen, totally. it would be okay. Totally. Yeah, I agree. And it's just like, sometimes I feel I'm like, oh, that wasn't that bad. Like I yeah. just blew it up to be something terrible in my head, but okay, we're going to, we're going to learn from this. and We're going to move forward. I just don't think like, don't get stuck in your failure or like, try to like beat your head, like beat yourself over the head with your failures. Like just try to learn from it and see what you can do better next time. Right. You're just on yeah. your way. You're on your yeah. journey to, yeah. a certain, to whatever that place is. For sure. Yeah. And I don't know many people at the start who know where the end is, you know? <laughs> No, I wish we did, but we don't. <laughs> you, you taking photo booth photos probably didn't know, hey, I'll be shooting Paramore. Right. <laughs> you would have told me, I would have been like, are you serious? That's yeah. so cool. But also, I'm so glad I didn't know because every single thing I had shot led to that moment, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. That's so That's so interesting. Um, what's next? Where are you headed? What's, what's as you're dreaming, if you just uh-huh. dream big with... yeah me and whoever the heck is listening. Yeah. Uh, what, what is that? What is the dream for whatever? Gosh, 
the dream is this has been my dream for a long time i would love to be on tour with like an artist taylor swift if you're listening uh, you can hire me but um taylor uh, i would love to be on tour with an artist and just kind of like um visually represent them so like whether it be photo video all that just like that would be the dream to like own an artist and their work kind of just kind of like visually represent their visually represent their body of work but music is like where i want to be doing that so yeah that's the dream on tour when touring comes back yeah whenever that is we need to get you on a tour we do anybody out there i kind of i was on a little bit of a run with some friends before COVID hit and then COVID hit so yeah yeah it'd be like that it (laughs) it do do be like it do be like that uh that's for sure uh no that's that would be awesome uh i love that i think that's a great yeah dream Uh, yeah one can hope yeah and it's not unrealistic at all yeah i think i i think i can achieve it when it comes back Uh, back. this year i was like man i'm gonna get on a tour this year and then i was like cool that's like the whole like that dream kind of died a little bit this year but i'm like i still have hope that it'll come back and it'll happen so yeah cool so even in this time of of crazy uncertainty, I feel like every email you've ever gotten about the COVID in this time of extreme uncertainty. Unprecedented times. Unprecedented times. <laughs> if I have to hear that word one more time. I unsubscribe the moment I see it. Let's just, Same. we're done. Oh, you guys still have my email? Oh. We're done. <laughs> unsubscribe. Yeah. McDonald's has my email. Um, Same. <laughs> yeah, I don't McDonald's. know what I'm saying. It's gone now. Uh, oh, no. Oh, I was saying no. Even in these times, like you have dreams for the future. Yeah. Uh, and you haven't, uh, you don't let that stop it. And I think that's a, a huge Mm-mm. thing people can learn from. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if I did, like, that's like me giving up and I don't want to, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to give up. I'm like, no. something will come back and the world will be normal ish again. So Ish, yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. Keep, yeah, please. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, well, Roxy, I, uh, really have enjoyed this and i think that uh what people learn the most from is just hearing stories and hearing real conversations yeah. and you have uh done that here Yay. and i really appreciate it a lot oh, man. um can't wait for people to listen to this and to learn from it if they want to find you afterwards mm-hmm. is your instagram I, roxy Moore? it is yeah it's just my name roxy. so roxy with a y at the end I always wanted the Instagram Roxy, but that's a like surf brand, so I can't oh, sure. ever probably have it. So I know somebody who will remain nameless. This is uh-huh. serious. Who paid a hacker to kick the person off of their first no. name and give them the account with the first name. Maybe I should pay. <laughs> okay, uh, offline, just let me know. They're yeah, just I'll kidding. let you know. They <laughs> paid thousands of dollars to do it, but it is a real thing that happened. And that is I don't a know real if I story. have thousands <laughs> of dollars to spare right now. I don't either, but I was like, I, maybe I could start I a GoFundMe. Yeah. I respect that. Uh, that's incredible. Yeah. No, Roxy, Roxy with a Y, mm-hmm. or with an O and a U in the middle. Yes, it's not M O O R E, it's M O U R E. I'll also tag it on everything and whatever. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, thanks so much. People I need to connect you. with you. This has been a blast. Thank you for having me. This has been really fun. Yeah. Hey, real quick before you go, thank you so much for listening to this episode, being a listener of Burn the Ships. If you're enjoying it, do you just share it with a friend? Let them know that you're enjoying this podcast, where you're going places, need your help to get there, and want to bring you more great conversations just like this one with Roxy. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week, and we'll be back 
next week with another episode of Burn the Ships.